Whether it's an homage or a new psychopath, Ghostface is back. Today I'm talking about the newest screen movie. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and I'm t- today I'm talking about Scream, uh, which is simply titled Scream, not Scream 5, even though it is the fifth sequel, and they still have characters from the... <laughs> it's, and they still have characters from the original coming back, so I don't understand why they just put a slap of five on the top of it. It's not like it's uh, vastly different than the others, but uh, that's what they do nowadays. So, without further ado, let's get started. So they keep making these, don't they? It's not surprising for a slasher series with a distinctive lead villain to keep chugging along and reinventing itself every couple of years. But a meta-commentary on slasher movies that already has three sequels, each of which offered their own spin and commentary on the original, it sounds like you'll run out of runway pretty quickly. And yet, here we are. Probably because the main cast has never become so famous you can't bring them back, nor done anything so objectionable people will balk at them returning. And they keep bringing in new talent, and that this movie comes amidst a series of reboots and sequels, so here we go. The movie opens with Tara Carpenter being attacked by Ghostface in her home. Said attack brings her estranged sister, Sam, back to Woodsboro, where it becomes abundantly clear that the town has another serial killer or killers on their hands. So Sam and Tara's friends will have to team up and join up with Ghostface original targets to stop a new menace. So... I'm not sure how I feel about this movie. I've always enjoyed the first two Scream movies, but since then I'd say the franchise felt like it was trying too hard. Trying too hard to be meta, trying too hard to do something shocking and different, while at the same time leaning into the formula that made the original work. Which is where this movie works best. The new idea this time around is that the killers are trying to make a requel, or the movie's term for a sequel slash reboot. It's a neat term for any time they make a sequel to a popular franchise, but still bring in legacy characters who aid our new leads. Hell, they might even kill one off to raise the stakes. And I'm torn on this idea. On the one hand, it means the movie can make a bunch of great in-jokes where horny teens decide not to have sex because they're afraid of being killed, or insist on having a chaperone when they go to get a drink from a scary basement. These scenes work well because they have inherent tension when someone says, you shouldn't be down here alone. It's a joke, but also tense, because we don't know who the killer is. Likewise, there's something very funny about a movie that is a requel, essentially making its own filmmakers the villain. It's acknowledging up front that they will be seen as posers or people trying to profit off the franchise's name recognition, so why not make them the villain? But is that enough to propel a movie? Not really. One thing the Scream sequels have lost sight of is why the first Scream is so damn effective, because it's all about Sidney Prescott's journey. It's about her turning from a shy wallflower who feels ashamed by her past into a powerful woman who's killing people who would use or judge her. The new Sidney is Sam, who is working through the reason she's estranged from her sister and her own lineage. She has a personal tie to the original Scream. But that's about it. This has its moments, but it's really difficult to get too invested when they keep reintroducing or bringing back legacy characters to save the day. I get that it's supposed to be the people who have lived through this before trying to help the newbie through all of this, but it kills the tension, because we know the survivors of these four movies are waiting in the wings, and they're not going to kill all of them off. 
That said, there's still a lot to like. Our directors, <laughs> Matt Bedinelli Ulpin and Tyler Gillett, are great at slasher sequences. The main cast are all great, especially Jack Quaid as Sam's wisecracking boyfriend. And the original cast members all get highlight reel moments for the fans. If nothing else, this movie works as a solid homage to Wes Craven's original creation. The verdict is it's not bad. Though it is still firmly in the original shadow, often by design, the new Scream should satisfy franchise fans. 6 out of 10. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.